Welcome in. It is episode number 86? Seven. Seven? Holy hell. Jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and... The main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Uh, what is 87? Who's 87? What, who is this? Who are we giving this uh, one to? I honestly can't uh, think of an 87. Like Ed McCaffrey, 87 or something. I think you're like right that. about that. Yeah. I think good you're call. right. I like that. The Ed McCaffrey the Eric, edition. Or the Eric Decker edition. Ooh. There we go. The Eric Decker edition. His wife's hot, so I'm good with that. <laughs> um, all right. So we're basically just going to talk wrestling this week. We don't have a lot to do. I did because I had a couple of minutes. Uh, but we're taping a little bit later on uh, Thursday night. I had a couple of minutes, and I checked where we are both in the our bracket picks for the tag team contest, and I checked where we are if there are no changes, which I expect there to be. Which and that's a big you know that's a yep. big if where we would be right now for our Survivor Series picks. Do you want to go over that to start, or do you want to save those? Let's save those. All right, we'll save those. So I did check on those. Um, uh, an interesting week as they were over. This is, I, I've told you guys how I feel about this before. I just don't, I don't like episodes that aren't live as much as I like things that are live. It's part of the reason why I love SmackDown now and I didn't watch it at all in the past. Like it just, I, I, there's something about it. It doesn't feel as big to me. It feels like you, you could, if you, if something really big was going to happen, you would definitely already know about it on the internet. There's no way that you'd be able to wake, make it until eight o'clock without anybody telling you about it and somebody being a dick and tweeting about it. So I I just don't love them quite as much as I like live episodes. That being said, I thought both shows this week were mostly pretty good. They were fine. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't have a problem with either show. I did hate how both shows had the same shtick of let's bring out all of our team uh, for each of these events. Yeah. yeah and, I, I, I and definitely we'll make a segment off of that or a match off of that. Like literally every single – uh, like segment about the teams ended up with the match somehow involving them and like it was just the same thing over. It, fe- it feels like but they wrote the same show bother, yeah it didn't bother me as much when they first did it with the men's team on raw and then they did it with the tag team then they did it with the women on raw then they did it with the men's team on smackdown to start smackdown then they did it with the well, they didn't. I don't think they didn't do it with the SmackDown team, uh, tag teams, but they did it with the women. It was just a, it was just a whole thing. Yeah, that's. But isn't that sort of what we expect them to do? Like, are you? Really there, there's always, surprised? there's always at least one Raw that's like that, pretty much. So I, I'll give sure. them credit for this. I expected far more cross pollination in the build up to Survivor Series, and I, I think it was one when I did my hot take all the way the back at the night of the. Um, the draft, I said, look, this isn't going to work because you're going to get to these times and you're going to ultimately end up, particularly considering Tuesday night was election night, I expected that they were going to kind of punt Tuesday night and say, let's have a few SmackDown folks show up on Raw so they get a little bit of rub in the lead into Survivor Series. I actually give them credit. I give them credit for sticking with the guns of, if you want to see these guys, you have to see them on Raw. If you want to see these guys and gals, you have to see them on SmackDown. I think that's the way it should be. I think there should be as minimal cross-pollination as possible. I, I even, I, I get why you're bringing uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane over to Raw on Monday night. I understand it. It's logical. I just, it's, it's really important that if these things are going to work, if this branding is going to work, You've got to stick to, if you want to see these stars, you have to tune in on Monday night or on Tuesday night. And I've always said that as far as, you know, the uh, commissioners, uh, Daniel Bryan, Shane, Stephanie, I'm okay with them going back and forth as long as it's not every single week. 
but this, the guys under contract, if you will, they need to stay on in their lanes. And so far, they have. I thought the one interesting thing about this week, particularly Raw's, um, lately, particularly, you know, it seems like they've really been focusing on the in-ring. So, you know, most of the show, most of the televised show will be in-ring stuff, um, usually matches. Usually they have the one long matches. And this week in particular, they didn't really do that. There was a lot of, was a lot of in-ring segments. It was a lot, you know, there were some backstage segments. There was some wrestling, but it wasn't nearly as concentrated on it. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why that was, if it was just kind of a product of the fact that they wanted to build the team dynamics and stuff. I just found that really interesting at a time when it seemed like they're concentrating on, okay, you know, we're having these people come in, sit for four hours. We need to give them, you know, enough mattresses in there. So having them come and for a live show and uh, seeing a bunch of promos, I didn't mind. I thought it made for a good TV product, though. If I was there on Monday night, I would have probably been a little bit disappointed with what I saw. I, I guess. I, I don't think they were disappointed just because they got Raw and SmackDown in Scotland. Well, and, and, and that's uh, the thing. It, did it, did they tape yeah. them both on the same night? No, or, okay. no, no. no. Right. It, it was the same arena but different right. days. And, but I'm sure a lot of people did go to both, and that's probably one of the reasons they were thinking. You know, especially if, if it was just one night on Raw and this was the first time I had seen it, it was that the first time it had ever emanated from Glasgow. Yeah, that's the word. You know, and that was the raw I got. I would have been a little disappointed as a fan, but because they did get the two nights, it's not a big deal. I just found it interesting, not criticizing one way or another here. I just found it a little bit interesting. I I hear you. I don't know. I, I don't know. They, I mean, it's not like they didn't get any wrestling. Like like they got they got matches. They got. I, yeah. I, I feel like the the in ring time was down from uh, down from the average. That's all. All right. I uh, I guess let's start on Raw and we'll go from there. Again, it's so weird this build up because you're building up to these other matches instead of building up to, you know, a championship match. It's just a strange, strange build. Um, I, I thought for the most part Raw was was largely a placeholder um, type of Raw. It was a let's get us one week closer. Um, I, there's nothing in particular that jumps out at me that was uh, this was awesome. There's nothing in particular that jumps out at no, me. No, this... no, you're 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 missing. You're missing. What? I would love to point out that all you idiots out there that said New Day's jumped the shark and New Day's not <laughs> fantastic and New Day isn't the best thing that's ever happened still. To well, wait this a second. Day. Nobody said that nobody that New Day isn't the greatest thing that's ever happened. Nobody said that. I'm not saying you two okay. in particular. I'm talking about people on my Twitter. And okay, but when you use the word out, idiots, I just sort of assume. That you're talking about. No, no, no. I'm talking about people that are listening to this that believe this. (laughs) That the New Day's jumped the shark. The New Day's not great. This was one of their best segments they ever did. This whole Braveheart gimmick that they did was one of their best going with the time machine and the New York, New York, when they were at SummerSlam and won the tag team titles. Right, right. It was up there with those segments. It was utterly fantastic the way they executed it the way that they played off of each other how they actually quoted braveheart and the fact that francesca's francesca's (laughs) scottish cousin was one of the best things i've ever seen on television i was so happy after watching that segment the the most shocking the new day actually and then uh the bullet club goes on to win the match so then it builds in the fact that after survivor series uh, you can the Bullet Club can challenge for the titles again. I think it was all that was an all around great segment that they did. And also, I have a question because I don't know the actual dates. When does the New Day officially 
break the record? Is it before the pay-per-view after Survivor Series? I want to say it's just after. I, I'd have to look that up for sure. I know it's Dang. right around there. It's middle of December, so it'll probably be like the week before or the week after that they will uh, break it. So it's somewhere in there. Uh, I thought the, the most impressive thing was the most obvious thing you can do in Scotland. By the way, the, the, the date is December 14th. So it'll be right before. Uh, when's the... Because the SmackDown is December 3rd, so it can't be before the 7th. I assume it's the 17th. Um, okay. Yeah. Do, they, do they even... I just thought about it. Do they even have another pay-per-view before Royal Rumble? Yeah, they have Roadblock. And uh-huh. do, do we want to get into that at all? That so the, the arena they, they gave is away what the... Two, They've given away two matches now. Oh, I only knew the championship they, match. They gave away another one today. Do we oh, want to talk about that? I don't know any of them. Don't tell me. Okay, fair do enough. Do you want to do the thing where you stick your fingers in your ears for a second and we talk about yeah, it? Yeah, I would the... love to. Okay, okay. You, right. you do that. Right. Uh, how, do we, how do we let him know that we're back because he's not here with text. us? Okay, okay. We'll text him. Okay, we'll text him. Um, So it's a little bit of a surprise. I, it shouldn't be a surprise. Well, I only know the championship match. Well, and, and based well, that's, on... Well, that's not that much of a surprise. It's not a shock, but we because assumed it was going to be Owens Jericho. We were talking about Owens Jericho a lot. Yeah, but we right, know what But Jer- we also know what Jericho was doing. Right, right. No, no, we know oh, what Jericho Oh, we know we have a match for him? Yes, we know what Jericho okay, was doing. Okay, so... So should we just say it? Oh, damn it, I don't know. Now that I don't know if I want to know, because I don't. I only know the one. You can uh, probably figure it. I out. can't hear you guys, so I'm just saying, "Baba Booey, Baba Booey." <laughs> you know what? No, no, we don't. We're not talking about it. Right, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You can come back now. AJ. AJ. Okay, I'm back. Uh, All right. I said? Have back yeah, yes, you we, said we Baba Booey. Booey. Oh. We, we decide not to because Glenn. Glenn I don't know not. the other match. I only know one of the matches, so I don't want to know. So we've decided. I don't know how, why do you? Where do you guys learn this information? Because you can't avoid it on Twitter. The arena. I'm on Twitter more than both of you. I guess I just don't follow. Like people that ruin storylines. Uh, I only follow WWE's account and like our fans and our account and like pro wrestling tees. Okay. Well, the, the the point is the the arena itself. You know, WWE I probably game. found out from Aaron to tell you the truth. Actually, I don't Aaron's think I, I don't think ass. I tweet. No, I te- I try not to because I honestly I don't like spoiling it for people. So I will. By the way, it does really work out well. The roadblock is December eighteenth. Yeah. So they break the record on the fourteenth. And then they could. Now they gotta do some bit where they have them have a title match right beforehand, right? Like they'll have to do something like that. Like right on that SmackDown. They'll, yeah, they'll, just to, just, yeah, just so like Charlotte. That's when they probably, they'll, they'll, well, they'll you know, Raw. Yeah. But, or, but yeah, you know what I mean. They're on Raw. <laughs> it would, uh, I would, uh, if it would make sense, they would have to, they, they already have it built in that they can do that with Cesaro and Sheamus. So they, they do can do need that match right before. Yeah. By the way, how funny is it that AJ was making fun of me before we went on about being how old I am that I know about the you know like the, well we'll talk about it, but and then he was doing Baba Booey, yeah like that's not yeah. super old that's a super old bit, jerk is 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 it really older than it's, you in elementary school? I mean, <laughs> actually, it's close I think, there. It's actually I think really it's right really around close. there, bro. <laughs> I don't think it's that far off. I don't think it's that far off. All right. Um. What else do we need to hit on from Raw? What else do we need to get into? Uh, I, I actually thought the way that they kind of pieced together, you know, obviously the throw together everyone on the Survivor Series team faces each other is, is a little bit happy. I, I liked the way they did it, especially with Braun Strowman. Um, you know, they, they're making him credible. They're making him extremely yeah, credible. I mean, they're, they're definitely going out of their way to try to do that. I mean, it's still... Yeah, I, I think it's, it's T-minus. I don't think he'll win the... The title before WrestleMania, but I think we're getting to the point the way they're booking him. He's he's going to have that title on him before I gotta say SummerSlam next year. 
I don't know about the title. He might have a title. Oh, it's, in, it's interesting you bring that up, right? Title. I can't, I can't figure out yet if they know. This is what they've got so far with Braun Strowman. Monster. They've had a lot of monsters over the years, and they haven't fully been able to, you know, Rusev was a monster. Um, Ryback was a monster. No, but, no, but that, this is different though. How? Because of his pure stature. Like Big Show, you can't compare. Like they are similar character-wise, Rusev and Mark Henry and Ryback, the way they book them. But when you look at guys like a Braun Strowman, like you say, you you put Dean Ambrose in a match with with Brock Lesnar, and you say, "There's no way." Look at those guys. There's no way Dean Ambrose can win this match. There are guys that like Rus like when Rusev went against Roman Reigns. You look at both of them. You're like, "Yeah, I can credibly I can credibly believe that Roman Reigns." could win this match but when you have guys like a big show like a Kane when he first debuted like an undertaker when he first debuted like a Braun Strowman right it makes it it makes it better for that heel because they are a true monster heel not just because they're big and strong but because they're big and strong and they are so much more physically imposing than every single person but how is that different than Ryback Dude, Ryback is a big, strong, muscly guy, but if he's wrestling Kane, he doesn't, like, Kane can he's be a face and he, he doesn't look that big. All right. wrestles, I mean, if he wrestles Wade Barrett, Wade Barrett is towering over him. Is he? Wade yes. Barrett was tall. I mean, like Wade Barrett was tall. One, I agree with that. Wade Barrett was tall. All right. I mean, is he really only six foot one? Did I, yeah, did I, I miss I that? All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll give you that. I just think they still need to give him a little bit more than they, just They definitely monster. need to give him more, and which is why I don't know if he wins the title as as early as AJ said. Could I see it? Like, we know that he's in fact, They considered putting him against Undertaker at WrestleMania. Right. We know Vince loves Braun Strowman. Well, this is exactly who Vince would love. Exactly. 6'8", is... 385. Right. Look, I get it. There's a lot to I'm like there. I think Braun Strowman beats Taker at this year's Mania see, and I, then goes on to win the title. I think it's Taker Cena at this year's Mania, so... Yeah, very well could be, yeah. but I don't think I don't think at this point you're putting Taker against guys that uh, some. I, I just don't think that Taker Cena would work in the fact that neither one of them is going to be around afterwards. Which I guess it doesn't really yeah, matter. That's sort of what they, I mean. They're doing Goldberg and uh, Brock Lesnar next week. I mean, but that's it's different at Mania. Wow, like, how I mean, so? they did Shane yeah, Taker, right? They did Shane I mean, Taker they did plenty of matches. Shane hasn't left. He hasn't wrestled. Well, he has left. But I don't think Cena's going to leave right after Mania either. I think that that's, you know, that's the beginning of his extended run. They also did Triple H Sting. How did they, what do those guys do after that? Yeah. I mean, they've done plenty of, they've done plenty of matches. Alright, I, I would, I think if your argument's that you want to use a Taker match to get somebody some rub, yeah, I'm, I'm all with it. But that didn't really work out for Bray the last time they tried that. Well, fair. So you're saying Braun beats Taker and that changes things? I don't, I don't know yeah. that they're going to go that route, but I, I, look, it's clear. It's clear they're in on Braun and they should be in on Braun. Braun looks like a guy that should be viewed that way. He, physically, he should be running through everyone and being completely dominant. Um, a couple other notes just from Raw. Are, are you guys, does it, does it bother you as much as it bothers every wrestling fan that if a champion is involved in a non-championship match, they're going to lose. Like, does that bother you? It's it. it they've we gone too far with lose it. Those matches, but generally. can you think of one? <laughs> uh, I, I Kevin, think go ahead. Kevin Owens didn't lose this literally on Monday. 
But that wasn't a one-on-one match. It was also not a non-title match. Well, okay. If a, a champion, one, if a champion's in a one-on-one non-title match, the champion's losing. I think it, it, it hurts the, the title reign. It hurts the credibility of the title holder and, and which, you know, reflects on the reign. You know, you, we go back to the, the most obvious one is Rey Mysterio who literally lost, you know, he got his ass kicked. But it, it for, sort of feels like it's every, like I hear no, you. No, no, and no, no, was, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just right. using that as the example of, you know, when people say that you could make an argument that Rey Mysterio is the worst champion ever, right. that's why. It's, it's because, because he, he always lost. Right. You know, with the Intercontinental title, there was a two year stretch where literally, you know, Wade, whoever had right. it, they was just always constantly going lost. To lose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, does it? Do I think it's the absolute end of the world? No, but yeah, they do need to try to balance that out. I guess that's a very easy way to create a feud. You have a guy losing non-title loss. Oh, look, he's he's in line for a title shot. Agreed. It's 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 very simple. Um, and when you know, a lot of times WWE looks for the simplest solution. That's where they're going. Uh, but yeah, they do lose too often. I'll, I will agree with that. Okay, uh, it's a it's a question to bring up, and and I'm not I don't know that there's an answer to it. And the only the only example of it this week was um, Brian Kendrick losing to Rich Swan, and I don't care about that whatsoever because I don't think Brian Kendrick should be champion, so it doesn't bother me. But it's one of these tropes that has existed for a while, and I haven't figured. I really don't know that I have an opinion about it. I don't know that it bothers me so much. I think it's true. It is absurd how many champions lose every non-championship match. Like, it is really over the top. It's Especially with the mid-card titles. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily happen at the top, but in the mid-card it absolutely It's happens. absolutely ridiculous. But I don't know that I've ever – I don't know that it's ever bothered me while watching a match. I think the only time I've thought about it is when someone's brought up the topic. I don't know that I've ever thought about it other than to say – there have been a lot of times where a match has been announced, and I said, "Well, we know who's winning that match, right?" Like we under, but it's not bothered me during the course of watching a wrestling show. AJ, I mean, I don't think it's that big a deal. I don't think they. I think it's kind of like when people say the prevent defense prevents you from winning. People just don't re- care about or remember the matches that they won that were non-title matches. Just like people don't care about all the eighty-five percent of the time when. The team wins using the prefit defense. They just care about the one or two or three or four times that it goes the other way, and they pretend that the other ones didn't exist. I don't think it's that big of a deal. All right, fair enough. Um, here's what I'm thinking for how we wrap up this segment. Let's look over our raw picks for Survivor Series, right. like who we pick okay. on the team, and then we'll keep track. I'll write down like the number for where we are, and then we'll do it at the end of the next segment for SmackDown. Okay, right? and that's just we'll see where we are. Uh, I've got to pull this up. All right. So thanks to Brian Powell. He went back and found it all for us. He did the work. Um, here are our picks for Raw. For the women, uh, AJ and I screwed up because we both picked Emelina. <laughs> At- well, you may not have screwed up yet. Like, well, let's, yeah, let's we don't know. That's clear. a good point. We I still have time. Every we single one of these matches has the potential to have still numbers have time. changed. So uh, my pick was Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Emelina, Nia Jax. So I went four for five there. Not bad. I got almost all that right. AJ, um, well, he looked really good on Monday night for a second when he had Dana Brooke, but that didn't work out. So yeah. as, as of now, as of now, he had Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey, Emelina, Dana Brooke, so he's got three for five there. Uh, Aaron, you had uh, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, Nia, and Dana. So you went four, four for five. five. Yes. So I'm, you and I are four for five, and AJ is three. three. And then for the men, I had Owens, Jericho, Rollins, Reigns, Rusev. 
Rusev. So I got four. I think I had the same. Uh, you did. You did have the same. You had Owens, Jericho, Rollins, Reigns, Rusev. So you also have four. Uh, AJ, Owens, Zane, Rollins, Jericho, Roman. So none of us got Braun, essentially, is the answer. We all went, yep. we all went four for five there. And in the tag department, uh, I had Enzo and Cass, New Day, The Club, Cesaro and Sheamus, and Son of a bitch. Well, I think you're going to be okay with this. <laughs> yeah, we'll find. I, I think you're going to be okay we'll with this. We'll find out. For now, for now, I had the golden truth. Yes. And as of the moment, they are not in the match. So as of the moment, I'm four for five. God, I will be so pissed. Well, I, I'm already annoyed because I had the shining stars, and then I was like, no, I'm going to go different, and I'm going to go Zane and Neville. Oh, you did. You went Zane and Neville. Otherwise, you had the same thing. So you, you also went four for five there. How about this from AJ at the moment? Five for five. AJ, the club, the new day, Cesaro and Sheamus, Enzo and Cass, and the, the shining, shining stars. stars so at the moment, AJ's got five for five in that department, and at the moment, I think we're all tied. We're all t- tied. We all have twelve for fifteen. That's going to change off of down because we I all... botched one of those. Oh, matches. did you? Yes. Uh, all right. Well, we'll look at that we'll, in a second. We'll go to that. All right. So that's what we got. Let's come back in. Let's talk about SmackDown, and then uh, we'll look over and we'll see how we're doing. Dude, with wait, wait, SmackDown wait. Just, just really quick about that. Alicia Fox, really? I don't care all that. I don't much. care all that much. But that's really you weird. You think when it's you've weird because Dana Brooke is sitting there featuring Dana? You've been running promos for Emma, right? Which is why I definitely think we could. You, see you think that Alicia is going to end up getting bounced next week and replaced by one of those two? Yeah, I would. I mean, that. makes sense. It does. It is weird that they have been running promos for Emelina for like, I don't know. Which is why actually three months I, now. I, I don't know if I've talked about this on here. If it's just on Twitter, I really think this might be a Brodus Clay situation with Emelina. Oh, where we never really like. Oh, it comes a bit. No, the gimmick is just completely. Compl- remember, remember the, yeah. the the gimmick was. Oh, he's the monster. He's the monster. Right. He's the and monster. Then and then he comes he as the Funkasaurus. There's okay. gonna be. I I just I'm starting to get a feeling that this could be a uh, right. Clay situation. Right. You there. might be right about that. You might be right about that. All right, uh, we'll grab a break. When we come back in, SmackDown. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. Stay up to date with all the latest Ravens game day info with PressBox's Project Game Day. Use your phone, tablet, or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media, video links, and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game. In front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. Pressbox's Project Game Day is presented by Par XL and Geico. Chick-fil-A on Sundays? Well, with Chick-fil-A's reheatable chilled nugget trays, you can have Chick-fil-A on Sunday. Make all your events remarkable with Chick-fil-A catering trays. They're perfect for tailgating, birthdays, office, or holiday parties. And don't forget to stop in and see our friends at Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square. Brand new remodeled store, two drive through windows, Excellent customer service. Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square, 5198 Campbell Boulevard in Nottingham. An old, and I do mean old, familiar voice is back. Stand the fan with the bat around every Saturday, along with Adam Gladstone, will look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the bat around every Saturday. 10 to 12, Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone 
Real Baseball Talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash StanTheFan to hear the bat around every Saturday from 10 to 12. Back in here, segment number two, it is Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Back, uh, how was, uh, how was your trip down to, uh, Orlando, by the way? It was cool. I got to see my house. My house is like. Yeah, I saw the video. 65% done. Um, so, so. You, just passed all the inspections and stuff. So, so you don't good. have a pool, but the neighbors have a pool. Neighbors got a pool, so. So we gotta. Be cool with my neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I was gonna say, you gotta start bringing beer over to your neighbors quite often. But, now but it's... the thing is, even if my neighbors didn't have a pool, the community pool, like, we have a pool in our neighborhood. Okay. But you can't do that uses, at two in the morning. And it's sick. It's can, huge. Can it and it has like, um, has like a shallow end where the kids can play, and it's like a, it's like a, um, like, you know when you go to like a water park and it has like a huge jungle gym with like a bucket oh, on yeah. top that dumps the water down? That's cool. Instead of, instead of like a 50 foot version, you got at a water park, there's like a 25 foot version at this pool. So it's like really dope. So I didn't care about having a pool anyway, but now that my neighbor has one, could be awesome. Important question. Can you bring alcohol to said community pool? I mean, even if I can't, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> You're the main event. You can do what you want. Now, here's the only flaw. I just wish that instead of last week you were going down, which I know made possible because of your bye week, it was next week because next week they're doing the uh, the pre-release ticket party at the Citrus Oh, Bowl so we go over and, and hook it up. <laughs> hook yeah. it up. Yeah, that would have been dope. Uh, Aaron, you uh, you enjoyed bye week as well. I did. I went down to Tampa. You went down to Tampa. I know you went to the Bucks game last Thursday night. Yep. That uh, that was something. That went really well. Yeah. Yeah. Good call on that one and all. I uh, I didn't have a bye week, so I I stayed back here and I just uh, continued to plug away. All right. Um, SmackDown. I, I I am not surprised. I'm I'm really surprised by how dismissive. The end of the women's match. First of all, does it bother you that they were labeling it the main event and that it happened at, at 9 o'clock? Yes. Why? Because I'm okay. I've accepted the fact that because they even do it in UFC. When when Brock Lesnar was on the card, they said they had two main events. Right. And they really did. And I, I respect that fact. And, like, to say that Brock Lesnar's match or Undertaker's match at WrestleMania is not a main event is ridiculous. It is a main event, even if it's not last. And so because I've come to accept that, I accepted when they said they had the triple main event at Hell in a Cell. Right. And I accept all those things. But when you say that it's your main event yeah. and it's there's no other main event, this is your main event, and it's not the last match, that pisses me off. Yeah, the, the main event is either the last match or the match you advertise the most. And when you're saying, like, oh, I'm going to okay, go well, out they, and, oh, but no, and I know they did. And yeah. Hold on, hold on, let me say. And when you are advertising it to say the main event, you, I think you can put it whatever it's like. When you're in the middle of the show and, and you're saying, you know, like Shane did, I'm going to go out and watch the main event at 9 o'clock, there's just a different connotation there. I have no problem with them advertising the main event leading up to it. But when you're in the middle of the show and you say the main event, it just feels weird. There is an exception to that, and it, it has nothing to do with WWE, but I've seen people bring this up. Like, you know, back in the day, Hogan used to wrestle shows, and he would wrestle, you know, in the middle of the show so he could get out of there early because he's Hulk Hogan and can do right, what he, he wants, and that. that's the main event. 
when there's an intermission, and if you want to say the match before intermission is the main event because that's the biggest matches you want them to go out, you know, see the match go out, buy their merchandise. Okay, I will buy that 100%. Okay. There's no intermission in these shows. Okay. So. I, it's funny that you both said this because I was expecting, I, particularly I was expecting AJ to, to flip out about this and, and, and he didn't, so I'm a little bit surprised by it. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm good with it because we know why they did it. At, at 9.45, everybody's at the, the, election. the election. Yep. Everyone is gone at 9.45. This, I genuinely believe them when they say this was the main event. This was this is our main attraction, our best hope for a time that we can run it and have people watch it. And maybe they should have done the same thing that they did at the pay per view a few months back against the debate. Maybe they should have run it right at the top of the show and said we're kicking off with our main event because at eight o'clock you probably have a few more people that haven't you know gone all in on on the election just quite yet. Um, so that would be my argument. I It didn't bother me. It was funny to me watching how many people were freaking out about it on Twitter because I said, look, this is, I, I think you are saying this is our most important match of the night. We'd run it at the end, but we want people to watch it. So we're going to run it in the middle because by the end of the, we know by the end of the night you guys are running off and you're you're watching something else. Um, so it didn't bother me. I, I thought that, frankly, the people that were complaining about it were Internet nerds. And so... What we've learned, AJ Francis is an internet nerd. Well, we so how do you feel about he, yourself? He calls himself the world's largest nerd. Yeah, so. but he always makes fun of us. Yeah. He always makes fun of well, us. I'm, I am a nerd, but I'm not a dork. There's the that's the difference. Okay. <laughs> Being a nerd is cool in today's society. Being a so, dork is not. Yeah. So that match was... Also, uh, this is uh, just a quick thing. We decided we're not going to do hot tags because if we're not, there's something that I want to say off of what you said. Uh no, I don't think we're gonna do. I don't think we're gonna do hot tags. Not okay. If you have then a hot, I have, tag, a, I have a hot yeah. tag based off what you just said. Okay. Just one quick. It's clear to me that Donald Trump is officially the most over WWE Hall of Famer of all time. He's the president of the United well, States. Yes. I mean, it's yes. hard to it's hard to get more over than that. Yes. <laughs> well, he's not the president yet, but he's going to be the he's president. The president of the elect. States. Yes. Barring some wildness happening. In either one of his court cases coming up for Trump University or right. sexual assault, and the Electoral College deciding that means we need to make a change, he's going to be the president. And that in and of itself means he's the most over WWE Hall of Famer of all time. And that, to me, hurts my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered where you were about to go you with know what? that. Can we save this for a second? Because we got to. I want. I, ah, we'll damn do it. segment three. Or no, I want to. He brought it up. I want to talk about it. I do want to talk about it, but. It hurts my soul. Like he said, it hurts my soul to talk about it. I, well, I agree with you on that, but I think there's a bigger issue here. R- real quick, real quick, because I, I, I like where you took us and I want to go there. But I was trying to take us somewhere else okay. before you went there, and it's relevant because the women's match was the match I was talking about, the main event. Right. Um, that, of course, being a match that we knew was coming between the champion, Becky Lynch, and uh, one Alexa Bliss. Aaron owes us Alexa Bliss makeup. Now AJ. While Aaron fucked up last week, and we will not forgive him. Correct. We will not be for forgiving him. He was so panicked about his fuck up that he brought makeup in with him tonight. I was under the understanding that we wanted to all three be together when he did this. So I guess I'm leaving it up to you 
we can let him put the makeup on and just be done with this, right? Like, so that he can, he can pay off the bet. Or we can force him to carry it with him every day between now and the next time you're able to come into the studio. I propose a different solution. Ooh. I think Aaron should have to wear Alexa Bliss makeup to WrestleMania when we go. Oh! That won't happen. Oh, I love it so much! I understand that. It's not going to happen. World star! That's great. World star! It won't happen. What? Wait, wait. No. Oh, well, Hang on. seems like you're going to have to find somewhere to stay for WrestleMania. <laughs> oh! Oh! World star! Okay. World star! Only if you guys do the full power hour now, of apple it, cider if, vinegar. Everybody, everybody stop for a second. Everybody stop. First of all, we did a pretty good job on you the apple not, cider vinegar. You did vinegar. not do a power hour. You And you had said power hour before. I think we said that you, we could call it, that we'd be reasonable. I think even when we said power hour, we weren't going to do okay. it every That's fine. Every I'm just minute. saying, this is not reasonable. Oh, but, well, hang on a second. You fucked up. Is it? Is Bro, it, you is fucked up, okay? It is, is not, reasonable. not reasonable. No, no, no. Someone pushing yeah. off. Yeah. Look, it's here. On a bet. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. But, but you're trying to take no accountability. You're trying to have no culpability for your fuck up, okay? So, Aaron, so. Here's here's my solution I'm going to offer you, okay? Oh. I move down. As soon as the season's over, my house will be done already. And I'll be moving to Orlando. So you're essentially saying we're never going to see you in studio again. Right. So. I might not ever be in studio again. Okay? Think about that for a second. Well, I'll be in studio oh, again, but I won't be. <laughs> well, who's going to pay? Oh, speaking of which, you want to order some food? I'll basically I could go for be food. Brock Lesnar. Oh, you're just, yeah, you're just showing up at WrestleMania every year. Yeah, uh-huh. Now, with that in mind, you can play this one of two ways. I am not accepting the fact that you're going to do the makeup without me there. You made such a big deal about it. I need to be there for you to do okay. this makeup. I don't care if it takes four months for you to pay this back. I want to see it in person. Okay. Now, you can bank on the fact that maybe I'll get to see you at at uh, the studio. Or you can man up and say, you know what? We don't have to do it at WrestleMania. But you got to wear it to one of those damn shows that we can, whether it be NXT or Raw or SmackDown. Or when we do it together in your house, like you've been saying. No, I'm not going to wear it out to a show. That's not going to happen. Okay, first of all, why not? You're the worst. Yeah, I mean, it's been serious. It's WrestleMania weekend. Hold on, And And here, there, there are several parts to this. A, probably because we're going to go to a bar after it, and I don't feel like... Well, you're you're like you can't wash off makeup? I... Okay. But, okay. Okay. How about okay. This? And how here's about here's this? the other I, thing. Wait, 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 because, wait, wait, wait. And I here's the other part of this. Do you remember back solution. at the? Do you remember back for the Emma bet when me and you tied? We had set a tiebreaker, and we and then I had realized after the fact. Wait a second. Why did we do a tiebreaker when we had always said before that we if there was a one. tie for loss, we did set one. You are correct. And which and is I'm why I'm manning up here and I'm saying. Wait, 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 we set a tiebreaker, and because of that, you refused to do it. So but we did. We did set a tiebreaker. I understand. And here's what we said. That for a show, we said very specifically, during a show, we had to wear the makeup. That was the bet. And I am planning on paying off that bet, but I'm not going to add to it. Just like AJ would not do the Emma no, bet. No, 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 no. You're trying to make it an apples to apples with AJ. And you're, 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 you're trying to, you're insulating there, here. There, you're there you're a little plenty. man. You're a little man flailing That's your fine. arms right I, now. I'm just saying, that was the bet. Well, what? The bet? Yeah, was, but then no, you, you know fucked what, it up. You know what? Also, so so we're going by the word of the bet, right? Sure. Why not? Well, well what about the word of the person who lost the bet? Because mm. that mm. the word of that person said that they were going to do it when I was in studio last mm. week. 
It's mm. true. Mm. And, and I messed that up, and I admit that. So However, the, I do so not feel that, the, so the addition. So void the other? I mean, I, you may say I, that yes. something has to be added, but it doesn't have I to be go out to a wrestling show dressed as a I, st- I can't believe how, how d- d- despondent you are about that part. I mean, I'm not, I'm not despondent about it. I'm just not going to do it. But that essentially is the same thing. I don't understand that. Why are you so... That would be hilarious and awesome. Yeah, dude, it's not You'd be like, the star of the night. WrestleMania is in North Carolina. <laughs> well, it's well, in Florida. We know, just yeah, went Florida, red state, Florida went so red too, let's, bro. Let's, uh, Florida went red Florida too. doesn't have bathroom laws. Well, that is true. They don't have that. That's a good point. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. I don't know. The whole the, country might have the, it pretty soon. By the time we get to April 1st, we have yeah, no right? idea what's going on. That's within the gotta, 100 days. Got to pull down your pants before you can go to the bathroom <laughs> when you get to WrestleMania. I don't know. Um, so the point is, I'm not putting it on today, and we will discuss well, this well, further I in just, the future. I just think that you should be willing to make... I will, I may be open to it. Let's, when we get closer, I may be open to at it. At least, but... at least do it at Mania Crawl. It'd be pretty at great. At least be Alexa Bliss be for pretty Mania. great. I, 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 I could, I could definitely see myself doing it for Mania Crawl. Alright. I, I will possibly be open to it. I'm not saying, I definitely will do it. I am not putting that... Well, we need something from you. We need something. I don't feel like we're asking for all that much. I think, in especially fact, since you're the bet renegger in this point. Oh, oh Jesus, that's a terrible. <laughs> I, I heard, I heard the wrong part of that. <laughs> what is, what is he again, AJ? The bet renegger. Okay, I just, boy, I, I wasn't paying really, attention to every really syllable. I <laughs> wasn't really paying attention to every syllable there, and all of a sudden, I heard a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. I, I will. I will say this. I will do something WrestleMania weekend. I, I will not commit to one specific time. I, I you know. Publicly. Well, here's what. Aaron, we, we will. Everyone's dressed up for Mania Crawl. You should do it at Mania Crawl. That's all I'm saying. And I will say that as possible. I there but, will. This guy. This effing guy. It's like a politician. You can't pin him down. He's just a, he's a pivoter. He pivots. Well, that, see, that this is why people voted for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you feel good? You want to line up with that? I'd rather line up with Hillary than with Trump. Ah, uh, this guy. All right. Well, whatever. So the moral of the story is we're not doing the makeup. Okay. Let's, let me, I do want to, let's knock out anything about SmackDown. Then I, I, I want to, I do want to talk about the Trump thing. I, I, I have an, I have an angle that I want to go down. So what else do we need to talk about from SmackDown? Uh, well, obviously the Shane McMahon thing, which is, Ridiculous. Bizarre. It's bizarre. It, it's a placeholder. It, if it's not a placeholder... I think you're wrong about that, by the way. Uh, I think you're wrong about that. Okay, I, I will say this. If there better be a damn good reason, storyline-wise, to do it, because otherwise, the whole build... At, Ooh, I can think of one. Well, I can think of one. I can, Well, I can think of two storyline-wise. But as far as the decision itself, the only logical reason that Daniel Bryan can have, in a storyline for you know reason to do it, is that Shane McMahon is the only one who gives a damn about this match. The only people who have anything in play for this match are Shane, Daniel, Bryan, Stephanie, and Nick Foley. Sure. So the only reason to put him in would be that he cares and the other nine people in the match don't care. What's wrong with that? That's a pretty good storyline reason. It's a good storyline reason, but then you're you're acknowledging the fact that the other nine people don't have a reason to care about well, it. I don't think you have to say it that way. You I don't have you... to say it this way, but you are you are implying it there's that, nothing wrong. that Dolph Ziggler, Miz, Kane, Luke Harper, whoever else that you could put I in that I understand that, but I think there's nothing wrong with saying, with having Daniel Bryan say something to Shane McMahon on Monday or Tuesday night where he says, you've got the most to lose. You know, like you, I, I believe And it that... still wouldn't make sense to put Shane McMahon in there. Because let's put it this way. Shane McMahon has been in one other Survivor Series match where he had everything to lose and he lost it. I hear you. I'm not saying that from a, a wrestling standpoint it makes the most sense, but I think you're wrong about it being a placeholder. 
I mean, I think they're going with it. I think Shane McMahon's in the match. I just, I, I think that the only reason that I think that it might not be a place, or that it might be a placeholder, is because you're now very much in that situation with putting that um, Dolph Miz match on SmackDown. And first of all, you could also put The Undertaker, apparently, since Undertaker is showing up next week. Could. Hypothetically, you could put The Undertaker in that match as well. But um, you have the Dolph Miz match, and right now, unless it goes to a draw or whatever and you put it in a triple threat, whoever loses that match isn't on the card right now and doesn't really have a way to get back in to Survivor Series. And I think... One, both of those guys have to be on the card. Okay. So I, I could I absolutely mean, I, see I, I the could, loser I, of that I, match what, going the way into I think Survivor that's going to work out is I think what the plan is, is that they're going to find a way for Miz to get in the match. And maybe it'll be a triple threat match at Survivor And if, if that's the case, then that's how you get it. I, I think that both of those guys have to be in a high-profile match, whether it's the IC title or the, fi- or the main event. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but they could also just have a plan where Miz gets involved in that match some way or the other, where he's, you know, makes himself the guest referee or he makes himself... I mean, there's, there's stuff that you can do there to have Miz involved in the Survivor Series. I, I, I hate saying it because you know how I feel about the possibility of this match, but I, I think there's one obvious reason why you put Shane McMahon in this match. Because it means on the same night, the same card, Shane and Brock are both involved in matches, and it gives you an opportunity somehow, some way. I don't know exactly how you do it, but somehow, some way, you could set something up for Shane and Brock, which I hate and I don't want, and I have no interest in. No thank you. Pass. But we have thought for a long time there continues to be something there. I just think that if that if this is because of like solely because of Shane and Brock, then they, you know Shane was going to be there anyways. He's no, going to be you. backstage. You can set something up through that way. That. But if that if that is the reason, then I think that's a, that's a very foolish reason to do it. Not necessarily. I just hate Shane and Brock so much. So do I. I hate yes. the idea of that match. I, Doesn't I, even make sense logistically. No, nothing about they it. They both fought the Undertaker. Undertaker killed Shane. Undertaker got destroyed by Brock Lesnar. It doesn't even make sense. I agree with you. Oh my god, why? I have never wanted it. I no thank you. But which is which is is why it's the same thing. It's like we're gonna see Shane and Braun Strowman in the ring together. Like that that's that's what doesn't make sense to me. I'm with you. I just (laughs) I mean Shane wrestled I don't that part doesn't bother me as much because Shane wrestled the Undertaker. If you can wrestle the Undertaker, you can wrestle Braun Strowman. Yeah but like you said he got killed yeah, he did get killed, but I'm saying that part of it doesn't bother me as much in a five-on-five match. Like, if it was a singles match, Shane versus Braun Strowman, that would, that would bother me. But as, a, as like, a team match, I, that doesn't bother me at all. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it masks that a little bit, right? I think you can have a role for Shane, you know what I mean, within the course of the match. And so I, I do think that, like, at some point, you might need somebody to do something insane in the match, right? And, and, Shane, and who's better for that than Shane? Correct. So I think you can make an argument as to why it can be valuable. I don't know what that is. I, I can't. I'm sure they've got some spot planned for him if he's going to be involved in the match. But you can make an argument. And you can even say that during the course of one of these two shows next week where you say, I don't know, but if we need somebody to do something absolutely insane, there's no one willing to be more reckless than you are. Here was the most ridiculous part of it, just from, again, solely in a storyline form here, on Talking Smack, Renee goes, so, Debra, is uh, Shane McMahon in ring shape? Uh, I don't know. That yeah, was his that's answer. Not, that's not... Well, but if, if your job is to pick a guy and you don't know if you can actually compete... Okay, but in storyline, he just decided that he was going to pick the guy, you know, a couple minutes earlier, right? Like, in storyline, I don't know that you have your thoughts all prepared. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess if this is, you know, okay, we find out later and I still have the ability to change it if he's not in ring shape, 
But if the idea is, okay, this is our guy, we're going with him, and the idea is... I think uh, you're thinking way too yeah, much. I know. I, I think you're overthinking that. It, 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 just, it just boils down to this was silly. All right. <laughs> um, I really do... I have an angle that I want to go down via Trump. All right. I want to save it, and let's talk about it in the third segment. Okay, then. Uh, I, I want to bring up one other thing, then, for SmackDown. Okay. staying on SmackDown. Yeah. And that's the possibility of, essentially, that this has been presented now uh, in storyline that Raw and SmackDown are going to trade the Intercontinental and the Cruiserweight okay. titles. Uh, it, with 305 or 205 Live, it would make a lot of sense. I mean, it would make a whole lot of sense. And with AJ, cover your ears just for 15 seconds here. With what we know about the main event of Roadblock, you could see a situation where the Intercontinental title replaces the U.S. title as the sole, title, sole mid-card title on Raw. Oh, I hadn't really thought about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. All right, we didn't give too much away, AJ. You can come back. Hello. Um, AJ's okay. back. Um, it almost makes – you almost – really, the way you've set things up, now that, now that you've teased that, you almost kind of have to. I mean, you really do now. And, you know, the Intercontinental title has the, – the depth there is questionable. There, There is the thing, like, does SmackDown need the Intercontinental title, or can you just say, okay, we're going to use one main so single title? It's a little there. bit awkward to kick an entire division off a show. Like, there's that's a bit awkward. That's a lot of talent that, you know, you're booting in the process. Well, but you're not kicking the vi- – you're, you're ta- are you talking about the Cruiserweight or Intercontinental? The Cruiserweight. Okay, yes. Yeah, it's you're kicking an entire – but – you're sort of saying, hey, look, dummies, if we're saying that 205 Live is going to be on right after SmackDown, we kind of need those guys to be at SmackDown. And so does it really make sense for us to fly ten guys from – and I know that typically Raw and SmackDown are not that far from each other, like in a given week. But it's not the same tour schedule. Right, it's not the same tour schedule. It makes way more sense for us to have them going around with the SmackDown guys than it does for us to have them going around with the Raw guys – you know, you almost kind of have to pull it off. You really kind of do. Um, I mean, there's there's a bunch of guys that go to both anyway. Well, how many? Who? 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 Like, like what I'm talking about is like the guys that you have on the show, like a James Ellsworth, those kind of guys. Uh, I mean, he's been pretty since, yeah, since just, he started he's regularly yeah. working. He's only no, no, no. Just, I don't mean now. I mean when he first. Came on, like, right? But he was because, like you're saying, a lot of guys aren't under contract. Well, that's true. I mean, that's true. So they yeah, don't have to go to RAW. They could just go, you know, like they could show up on. Yeah, yeah. You could choose the three guys that you're going to have competing on RAW, and then you could, you know, those guys get sent to SmackDown right. that week, or maybe they're not yeah, on two or five live that week. You choose by week by week. Right. It's yeah. Plausible. I I still think it makes more sense to do it that way. I guess the question becomes: Do you really need to trade the Intercontinental title back? You don't have to. There, as as I said, I mentioned one reason already. Right. right. Uh, the other reason is simply that let, move past the just the way that SmackDown is set up. Right. Uh huh. Move past you know once the Dol- the Dolph Miz feud ends, who else is really a solid? Well, mid-card? I'll make an argument for you that it's better. I've said all along this notion that you're going to have these guys have to choose to be in the cruiserweight division and then they have no, they're not allowed to be involved in any other division doesn't work for me. I think those guys have to be allowed. Like so, so what you're essentially saying is, Rich Swan for the rest of his life is only ever able to go after the cruiserweight championship. That's always been my problem with the cruiserweight title is because if you if you say that you can quote unquote graduate, then you. Well, are... I don't think you have to graduate. I just think it gives you another option. You're you're there are plenty of guys that sometimes like sometimes Roman Reigns wants to go for the heavyweight championship, right. 
And sometimes he wants to go for the United States championship. But when you're dealing with weight limits, it's but but the United States is very clearly a step below the the WWE right. title. The the problem with well, him, I mean, the country that the United States title just. It represents just elected Donald Trump as its president. So it's I mean, clearly, it's clearly a step below. Very well, uh, with, with the McMahons, all of a sudden it may uh, go uh, even higher, especially well, if... Let's, let's get to that. Let's get to that. Hopefully. All right. In the meantime, in the meantime I, my point being, I don't think there's anything wrong. You're gonna, if you're inheriting the cruiserweight division, you're inheriting a new talent pool of, of what, 12 I think you just have to be guys. very, very careful there not to make it seem like graduating because I think that... When it generally comes to, you know, when WWE has done the cruiserweight division, they have made it very clear that if a Rey Mysterio goes after the Intercontinental or the U.S. title, that he is going for the step above the cruiserweight title. And you just have to be very, very... Why why are we trying to hide this? Yes, the Intercontinental title is a step above the cruiserweight championship. Yes. Because... Because it's always been that way, and it's always going to be that way. What's... I? Because it should... It should... There there are ways to do it. You know, Conor McGregor... Is and then I know it's different between UFC it's, and WWE. I know, but I'm saying you can create it to try to make it where it's not. But it's the only weight limit that you have, and you've never said you can only compete against weight limit. I think you're overthinking that entirely. I, I but I, well, it's more than well, that's I want. His role. Yeah. Well, no, no, I don't think I'm over. I think that that was one of the problems with the cruiserweight title at the beginning. Why it seemed to not matter, especially towards the end of the run, because anyone who was meaningful in the cruiserweight division didn't compete for the cruiserweight title. I, if you're going to have a cruiserweight title, I want to try to make it as meaningful as possible. And if that means that a rich swan doesn't compete for the intercontinental title, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think you're nuts. I think you're absolutely insane. Now you're limiting how much of that. If you've got 12 talented dudes that all happen to weigh 205 pounds or I, less. That's why I don't like the cruiserweight title. If, if you're, here's my thing. If you're going to have the cruiserweight title, I want it to be as well, I think the concept of cruiserweight wrestling is supposed to be it's high flying. You can see things that you can't, you don't see otherwise. And that's why we have a championship for that division. And then you can still go compete for another championship. It's okay. In fact, I like a world where maybe you could hold both championships if you so chose. I, I, I think that you're vastly overthinking that. I, I just, I'm, I'm concerned, you know, I saw it happen with WWE before where they mm-hmm. made the cruiserweight division seem meaningless, and I don't want to see that happen again. That's all. That's all. Okay. I just, I just want, and I think that one of the steps towards making it meaningless is if you very clearly say, hey guys, you're competing for the cruiserweight title, but if you're good, you can get out of the cruiserweight division and you don't have to think about it because you're too good for the cruiserweight division. Okay, and on the flip side, they force them to have to stay in the cruiserweight division. And that's division. always been my problem. You know, from day one when this came up, I brought that up. I was like, uh, I don't know if this is good or not, and this is why, because you have to answer that question, and I don't I got, like answering that question. I got news for you. I don't know why you think people leave the cruiserweight title behind them. It happened. And it, Eddie Guerrero did it. Chris Jericho did it. Rey Mysterio did and it. that's part of the reason why the WWE Cruiserweight title failed. Yeah, I, I I think that the WWE t- Cruiserweight title failed for a lot of reasons. But I think that's one of them. Yeah. Let's be honest. One of the reasons it failed was because, and no offense, because I know he's one of your favorite people in the entire universe, but, I mean, Shane Helms was the Cruiserweight champion or the light heavyweight champion. I don't, I don't want to knock Shane Helms. I, I was going to say, the Hurricane but, was one of the most over gimmicks on well, the... Well, uh, it was a gimmick. It wasn't... It, it was a gimmick, sure. I, I, think that, I think his point is... If if you're gonna completely void, if if what you're left with, right, in the cruiserweight division, if the only people ever going for the title are, and I don't want to take a shot at Noam Dar because I think Noam Dar is fine, Noam but if it's very talented, if it's but... just Noam Dar and Jack Gallagher, if that's it, if that's all you've got going for the cruiserweight title, then yeah, you're gonna wreck the division. But if you constantly have 
quality performers going after the cruiserweight title, and yet every exactly. now and then one of them slips out and wants to go after the international, uh, international, intercontinental championship. International, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. Uh, international would have been a way better name. For I actually, title. now that I think about it, it really would have. All right. Uh, our SmackDown picks for Survivor Series. Um, ooh. Yeah, I screwed up. Ooh. Well, I know the women. I did quite well. My women's picks. Becky, Alexa, Naomi, Carmella, Nikki Bella. Same here. Five. Oh, you did. You actually, yes. you had the exact same five. So we both went five for five there. Damn you, Coach Natalia. Um, <laughs> uh, AJ, AJ did all right, except he did pick <laughs> Natalia. So AJ's got the uh, four for five in that department. The, uh, men's picks for SmackDown. Uh, I went with AJ. Uh, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, John Cena, and Dean Ambrose. So Cena's the odd man out there. I went four for five in that department. Uh, AJ for SmackDown said AJ, Ambrose, Bray, Orton, and Miz. So AJ also currently sits at four for five. And then Aaron for SmackDown said. Choked. Oh, boy, did you ever. I picked the wrong match. Wow. AJ, Dean, (laughs) so far so good. Cena. Cena, Dolph. Miz. I picked the wrong match. So I at the moment, the... that really that's, hurts and you. And that's what's killing me right now. That really hurts you. You get two for five right there. Uh, and then in the tag department, I had, uh, ooh, the Ascension. The Ascension, Rhino and Heath. I think we've all, we all got the, Alpha. I think we're all four Alpha. for four there. Cause we all missed, uh. Oh yeah, you've got, you've got. I got Vaude Villains. You had the Vaude Villains. had Harper and Rowan. You had Harper and Rowan. So, so we did all go four, four for five. So I'm, I'm one down all right. from AJ. Hang on, let's do the math on this. That means that I went 13 of 15 on my SmackDown picks. You went, you went 11 of 15 on your SmackDown picks. And AJ went 12 for 15 on his SmackDown picks. So going into the final week, and again, this is not, it's very close. Yeah. It's very all it close. takes is one swap and yeah. it changes things. I'm 25 for 30. Uh, AJ is 24 for 30, and Aaron is 23 for 30. Yes. So one, yeah, literally one like swap. If, if, honestly, Somebody, if, if the golden right. truth regains it, then me and AJ are tied. Well, I also get that point back. Well, too. but I'm just saying, me and oh, AJ right. are tied. Now, how, th- this one was the one where... For, for 48 hours, we have to put, I'm a stupid idiot. I'm a stupid idiot. I thought yeah. it was, I thought we did this one for a whole pay-per-view cycle. Mine was the 48-hour one. My pin tweet. I thought this was a whole I, pay-per-view I can't, cycle. I can't remember. AJ, do you remember? Uh, I'm gonna say 48 hours just because <laughs> yeah, you're afraid you're about to lose. Pin our show to my Twitter, and I want people to actually see that. So. <laughs> no, this isn't a pinned. This is you had to change your profile picture. Was it profile picture? Yeah, okay. you had to hold up a sign that said "I'm a stupid idiot." Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah, that was that was a, okay, a so, pay-per-view cycle. I, that's what okay. I thought. I thought it was for a pay-per-view. Okay, cycle. so the two weeks. Between. And you saw what happened. I made a mistake, and I accidentally took my pin tweet down a second early, so I put it back up for an extra 48 okay, hours. Yeah, you did. I saw. Like a man, I didn't have to do that. I ended up. He he wasn't a renegger of his bed. Yeah. (laughs) God, it's so uncomfortable every time you say it. I think I put it up for like 38 hours, Mm -hmm. and then I effed up. And whenever I write a new story for for my employer, I pin it. it. And so I got a note from uh, the franchise, who's I I guess AJ's biggest fan. Um, He said to me, hey, uh, weren't you supposed to leave it up for 48 hours? I said, dude, you're a 1,000% right. I screwed it up. So I ended up having my pinned tweet up for like 86 hours or something. I mean, I ended up having it up for way longer than I was supposed to, but it's because of my own mistake, and I manned up, and I – Unlike some people, I went back you mean and I Aaron fixed the it. Nigger. Yes, Aaron. The- God, you're, you're God, got, I don't want you to use that word anymore. Very quiet. On so, my entire life, um, I only knew about reneging 
from spades, playing spades okay. with my family. And um, they would say renege. Right. So I thought the next term would be renegger. Now, I didn't really find out until I was in college that it was actually renegger. But by that point, it had already sunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's what it is. It's what yep. it is. God. I, I want to talk about Trump, and I have an angle. Okay. All right? We're going to go there in the third segment. All right. And then we'll do some other fun things right. in segment number three. I'm Glenn. He's uh, Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Chick-fil-A on Sundays? Well, with Chick-fil-A's reheatable chilled nugget trays, you can have Chick-fil-A on Sunday. Make all your events remarkable with Chick-fil-A catering trays. They're perfect for tailgating, birthdays, office, or holiday parties. And don't forget to stop in and see our friends at Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square. Brand new remodeled store, two drive through windows, excellent customer service. Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square, 5198 Campbell Boulevard in Nottingham. Stay up to date with all the latest Ravens game day info with PressBox's Project Game Day. Use your phone, tablet, or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media, video links, and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game. In front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash game day. PressBox's Project Game Day is presented by ParXL and Geico. Hi, Ken Zales here, KZ, from the PressBox Fantasy Reality Football Show, which you can hear right here on PressBox Radio every Sunday morning from 10 a.m. till noon. Myself, Sarita, the NFL chick, KO, keeping us on the air. It's called The Football Show. We talk all things football, high school football, college football, NFL football. Of course, we lean a little bit towards the Ravens, but we'll also talk Baltimore sports and all sports in general. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon on the PressBox Fantasy Reality Football the Press Box Fantasy and Reality Football Show, Sunday mornings, 10 to noon. PressBoxOnline.com slash fantasy. Back in here, third and final segment. It is Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins. I never, I never remember when you do the thing and when you don't do the thing. And I got. Well, I actually, for, I actually forgot that I wasn't supposed to. But yeah, I think, I think I do what I want. I know. I think if I remember right, you're supposed to do it the first and last, and I still talk over that anyway. So fuck it. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think you're supposed to. I think he just does it when he wants. When he wants to. That's the yeah, way it is. We just kind of react. All right. So I told you there was something I wanted to talk about regarding Trump. Um, and it is interesting. Look, I, I know there's probably a lot of you that are listening that are very excited about Donald Trump being the president. There's probably a lot of you that are. Uh, much like AJ and, and ready well, that to... does make sense. Probably a lot of our listeners are white males. <laughs> I'm a white male. I don't know that, I... I, know that I'd say I'm excited about it at all. No, no, no. I was just saying the right. majority of white males voted for Donald Trump. I, 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 I've heard such, I've heard such a thing. I've heard that. Um, so here's the deal. This is now an interesting spot for the WWE. Our buddy Kevin Eck, who now writes for PressBox, formerly wrote, was with the staff, the WWE, wrote a column a couple months, weeks ago that said the WWE should remove Donald Trump from the Hall of Fame. Uh, based on the inflammatory things that he had said, based on the, the grab their pussy video, I mean, the whole thing. It's a very sound argument for why they should remove him from the Hall of Fame. Like it or not, 
Donald Trump is about to be the president. They can't remove him now. They sure as hell can't remove him. The question they could have before Tuesday. Yes. Right. Now, if they do it, they're stupid. Right. Yes. Well, the question becomes: Should now they go the opposite way? Yes. Should now they start playing up that former or that WWE Hall of Famer, Donald Trump, is the next president of the United States? Yes. Absolutely. What, whatever you think of the, you know. I would not do it Go in ahead. the next, like, I wouldn't do it until at least the first six months of his time in office. I would not do it any time now. Because right now, if you, I don't know if you saw it today, but New Balance came out and they tried to backtrack and say that they were just saying it because of TPP. And uh, that they really don't have a problem with Obama. But they came out and said that Obama wouldn't work with us. We don't like Obama. And so we're going to endorse Trump because we, he, he'll work with us. Um, and people have been on the Internet burning their new balances and throwing their new balances away and trashing new balances all the way around. And I think they're. Even though Donald Trump did become the president of the United States, and clearly enough people supported Donald Trump for him to win the election, he did not win the popular vote. And that's considering the fact that it was a bad turnout for Democrats as well, and he still didn't win the popular vote. So I think going the full 180, pubbing it up, could have a negative reaction where people that are minorities that do have legitimate gripes with Donald Trump would say, you know what? Fuck WWE if they feel that way. And I'm not saying that's the right way to do it one way or the other. And I feel like he is in the Hall of Fame and he has been already and he's been at WrestleManias and they should be able to play it up. But I think right now, especially with all the protests going around, and I just think you might want to put the pause button on that for a little while. At least let him get 100 days in office, see if he's actually worth all the talk about how great he said he was going to be. And then you can decide to play it up. But right now, I think you could shoot yourself in the foot. I'll agree with you here that they should maybe not this immediate week. You kind of wait till the fires go down a little bit. I will say that when it comes to inauguration time, I think that they, you know, as far as from a business side here, this has nothing to do with, you know, morality. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, once it gets to, once the, the initial, you know, the initial fervor dies down a little bit, you know, I don't think you have to wait to see, you know, is he good? Is he beloved or anything? You know, like you, you were saying the, the first hundred days. As soon as he's in office, I, I start at least mentioning it. Maybe, maybe not go full into it, but I definitely mention it. I bring it up. I, I try to have him on. <laughs> well, obviously. that, that is interesting. I mean, I, it's, it's not to say that, but it is interesting of, it, it, would he be willing to, you know, I, I, it's interesting for them that I think that at least Vince, because presumably there's a friendship there, has Linda. to, has to, or yeah. Linda, yeah, has to attempt to, you know, make a call and, and see if he'd be willing to, because that, again, That's from a business huge. standpoint, that would be good business for the WWE. That being said, I think what AJ's talking about is very relevant, which is right now, it's so hot. Yeah. In, in this week, you're right. I, I probably agree with you. Though on Twitter, both Vince and Linda sent out congratulations tweet to Donald Trump. It's a different it's, world. It's different. Television. I, no, no, no. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm admitting it's different. Um, I agree with you though. In, in this one, you know, for the next few weeks. I, I, 
I, I mean, he's the president of the United States. I sent out a congratulations to Donald Trump, but I also said that all of his supporters should be okay with me walking up to their 18-year-old plus daughter and grabbing them by the crotch. <laughs> so Jesus. So I, I would uh. never do that, but if you're voting for someone that's the president that says it's okay for famous people to do that, I feel like that you put me in that category. Um. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know what to say. I don't know. Actually, but this this actually does bring up because there is a very real scenario that's coming up that's similar to this, and it's also with Hulk Hogan. Because there is reports this week that WWE is back in negotiations with Hulk. Hogan. Well, I mean, look, and and it's and it's a similar thing as to you know. I mean, let's be honest. Donald Trump just became president. Uh, after everything he said, if you thought that Hulk Hogan. Using the N word was going to keep him out longer than than the end of this year. I'm sorry if you thought that was the case. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I. I. Well, I think we all agreed when we first talked about it that at some point Hulk Hogan was going to be back because everyone always yes. comes back. It's always the way that it works. the The disappointing part of the WWE is that somehow Hulk Hogan might feel some level of. Um, uh, he might feel as though he's got the bargaining on his side that he's he's, he's the victim now. He's right, the, he, and that's that's the really shitty part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's really he was, shitty. He was when I went down to Tampa. The the fact that he uh, settled the lawsuit was the top story. Well, the, the, okay, the that's Tampa. Tampa's oh, Aaron. Well, uh, but that's also where WrestleMania respect. is. That's, that's also where WrestleMania well, it's is. Not, uh, well, it's not. Well, in Orlando. It's only 90 minutes away. I hear you, but Tampa is really one of the most back asswards places on the face of the Hillary. That's fine. In general, they are. I I lived in Tampa. No, I I understand, but I'm also saying it's in Orlando. It's, you know. Your family lives in Tampa, right, uh, Aaron? Yeah. Your family's weird. (laughs) Because after living in Tampa for three months and seeing what it's like to live there, I can't imagine why anyone would ever want to live there. I don't know. It's a weird place. There's a huge Jewish population like, there. Like it that, rains that's every the... day in Miami, yeah. but it like rains for like 20 minutes and then it's done. Every single day, not every single day, but literally four or five days a week, it will thunderstorm in Tampa for like three hours minimum. Um, I, can't, I, don't I tend to avoid the summers there. Yeah, so right. It's also like... a city that's made up almost entirely of strip clubs, which, again, I don't. <laughs> I have no beef with personally. But let's. I'm actually surprised with myself that I never went to one. How I'm is that possible? Yeah, wait a second. The hell were you doing? I, usually, I frequent them on a very often occasion, but I was just uh, for some reason, I guess I just didn't ever end up going to one. Yeah, well, you know, fair enough. Um, look, I. I'm not trying to really turn this into a referendum on Tampa because we probably have a few listeners from when AJ played in Tampa, so maybe we should settle down. All Tampa's great. God there, loves there's Tampa. There's different parts of Tampa. Let's just put um, it that way. The moral of the they also gave us Bubba the Love Sponge, so let's just keep that in mind, okay? <laughs> just keep that in mind. When we're discussing Tampa, AJ or Aaron. Sorry. Um, the moral of the story is that I, I you're right, and ultimately I've always thought that Hulk Hogan was going to be back, and they will. They will not allow four years or however long Donald Trump is president of this country to go by without bringing up the fact that the president of the country is a WWE Hall of Famer. They, they won't. I do think it's more about timing, and I think it's about how far you go. And that probably is – I think the answer that we're coming to is probably the answer on everything else in this country is stick your finger in the wind, see how the wind's blowing. 
And the wind was not blowing particularly well for Hulk Hogan nine months ago. But all of a sudden, you wake up in the morning, nobody really seems to give a shit about Hulk Hogan anymore. Now, does that make it right? Does that make it okay what he did? No, it doesn't. Business-wise? Well, I mean, yeah. but I don't think that Hulk Hogan has become a sympathetic figure. I don't agree with that either. I think for the most part, people agree that between the two of I, I think you're, you're, you're way too far. I think that between the two of them, people tend to agree that Hulk Hogan probably deserved to win his lawsuit because... You know, fuck Gawker, right? Like, I think there's some yeah, level Hulk of Ryan's that. Hulk a piece of shit. Yeah. But he's still, you I, know, on I the think, Mount Rushmore of wrestling, and he deserves every dime that he gets. Right. I think that AJ's opinion is far closer to the opinion of the average person, which is, the dude is not a sympathetic figure, but in in the Hulk Hogan versus Gawker situation, it's easy to side with Hulk Hogan there. And again, we probably never hated him as much as people thought we hated him. Uh, even, even, and I'm not speaking on behalf of black people, because Lord knows I'm not one, but AJ, I never even got the sense that you hated the guy as much as, like, it was bullshit what he said. I mean, it w- I never did really hate him. You gotta understand, like, I hate going back to Donald Trump, but it, it just, it makes it so much easier to form the argument. With all of the things that that man said, and he became president, he became president because there's a lot of people in America that agree with the things that he said no matter how racist or xenophobic they were and the fact of the matter is growing up in america i already knew that america was like that because i've of my life experiences so like hearing that someone that i worshipped as a kid actually was a closet racist is not that big of a surprise because he grew up as a white american and they're not. I have a lot of white American friends, and there's a lot of white. I've people always got. Do- I've always <laughs> wanted to be somewhere where I heard somebody said, "Dude, it's cool. I've got a lot of white friends." That's how you know that I'm a great people in this world. But for me to be shocked that Hulk Hogan said what he said would be asinine on my part. No, of course, yes, I, I, I would tend to agree with that, and that's why I think that they, what they've done is they put their finger in the wind and they've said, "Look." Hulk Hogan can kind of go back to being Hulk Hogan right now. He's not, it, it is not, we are not so desirous to see Hulk Hogan. This is not, uh, here's a comparison I'll make. Um, Richard Jewell, remember him, the, the Atlanta bomber, or the guy they thought was the Atlanta bomber, right, and he right. definitely yes, wasn't the Atlanta yes. bomber. Richard Jewell went from hero to villain, but when once he was cleared and we found out there was another dude that was the actual villain, he should have gone back to being hero again, right? Right? Like that was the part that got fucked up. I only think of this because I found out recently they're making a movie where Jonah Hill is going to play Richard Jewell, and apparently Leonardo DiCaprio what? is going to play his attorney, which makes me really excited. I'm all in, on board. How that, this happens? It was 1996. I was 13. It was a big story in my life. Oh, yeah. So you guys were like five. Um, I'm six, and I don't even know who you're talking correct, about. Correct. Exactly. Man. Exactly. I'm. I'm old. The, the Olympic shit. City bomber guy. The, the bombing in Once Atlanta. Again, I was six years old. I didn't even watch the Olympics. Fair enough. Okay. All. All. The moral of the story being. This was a guy that was a hero that went to being a complete and utter villain that should have gone back to being a hero. With Hulk Hogan, he went from being a hero to being a complete and utter villain. He should not go back to being a hero, but he should be able to go back to being Hulk Hogan. He should be able to go back to being a guy that's allowed to show up at WrestleMania. People appreciate the fact that he was a very good wrestler, that we should be able to, to, to you know, clap. Now, should we... Yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I stood and clapped at the... Um, Hall of Fame induction of the Freebirds, and they were a walking, uh, they yeah. were a walking poster for, for the Confederacy. Yes. Poster for the Confederacy. Right. Yes. Correct. So I, I have no problem with that. And I, I, the Donald Trump thing, I don't know. I, I don't know. But again, I think what they'll do is they'll stick their finger in the wind. And if you know, around, I, I think that even the inauguration might be tough. I think the inauguration will be a 
a time to allow. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna. This is this is not going away. This yeah. Like, well, I think the I, I think the, the anger might become most public. That's why I said a hundred days is probably the minimum of what you're going to want to do. I I tend to agree. You remember when George Bush got inaugurated? And again, George Bush, in comparison, is a fucking saint. Like, yeah, like really looking is. back on it, what he we is, wouldn't is give the most qualified president yeah, we've ever had. What we wouldn't give in comparison to have this be George W. Bush that's about to become our president again in comparison. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's all be fair about this. But remember, at the time, everybody was so furious about the fact that he didn't win the popular vote that that's what we were angry and about. The Supreme then. Court and, and the Supreme else. Court and the whole thing in Florida and yep. you know were there really more votes for Al Gore that. The, the, his inauguration weekend became like he had to hide. He couldn't roll down the window of the car when he was driving to the White House in the inaugural parade because there was so much vile and so many protesters and, and it was so ugly in 2000. Imagine what you know, inauguration. You know, you know, this has really, it's a tangent from that. Right. But it's just, I always wanted to, I always think it's so funny to me because I don't know if you guys watch the show Blackish um, on have. ABC, but it's hilarious. It and they talked about, um, what it was like during Obama's inauguration. And I remember Obama got out of his car and was walking. Right. And I remember, like George W. Bush, like you said, he was in his car. But I remember distinctly being like, I don't know if this is a good idea for Obama to be walking down the street. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people felt that way. <laughs> right. I think that was the opinion of a lot of people. But it, it was a far more, the crowd in attendance yes, was, was far much more favorable. Correct, was much more, far more favorable. There will be a lot of people that show up for the inauguration. I think the inauguration is going to be, as much as like the, our, the President Obama has tried to help Donald Trump, I think the inauguration weekend is going to be a – it's not going to be a pretty weekend. Right. So my thought would be if you can get a little bit further than that, which just so happens to maybe sync up with WrestleMania, um, that might be the time there, that you there, can stick your finger the- in the wind and see if the country is – even if they're not fully embracing Donald Trump, right? if they've, the anger has subsided a bit because – I'm you just know, waiting – I cannot wait. I hope that Donald Trump makes a surprise uh, visit to WrestleMania, and I can't wait to hear him become the biggest heel in wrestling history. Oh, God. Um, I, th- I think there's one other X factor in this that would determine how... You know, the more I think about it, he can't do that. He can't be involved with WWE. He can't. Because you can't... There, there's one way. There's one way. How? If Linda has a position. and I think No, that- no, no. I'm still saying... You cannot bring him out... Even a pro wrestling crowd. I don't think he'll ever. Ne- I think he could do a pre-recorded something like that. Yes. Perhaps. I, I, yes. I, I never thought that he would. You know. I don't show think up you can. An arena. I don't think you can put him in front because of that. You can't. You can't risk him being a character. Well, like, more than just being a character, having him be booed. Right. You can't have a sitting. I, mean, no, I don't know about that because they've been. Like, Obama gets booed every time he throws George out W. The first Bush. Pitch yeah. But George Chicago, W. Bush. And George Bush gets booed everywhere except yeah. Texas. I don't remember it being like that. It's it, funny it that you say that. It wasn't I don't... quite as I do remember in 2008, uh, no, 2007, 2008, when yeah. Nationals Park opened, he threw out, and actually it was, it wasn't completely, it yeah, was, it was about half and half with I don't with really booze. remember that. But, um, I, I, it was half and half in a city that is 85% Democrat. Well, I understand that, but it's also the did my, <laughs> alright, anyway, we're, 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 we're getting too wonky and too far away from wrestling. I, I, I am curious to see if Linda, I don't think, you know, it won't be a high level position, it wouldn't shock me if Linda ends up being an ambassador. A yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how desperate you are for for that. Like, why? Why do you? Why does Donald Trump need that? 
Why is Donald I mean, Trump? Chris that? It's Donald Trump's world, and we yeah, live in it right now. Sarah and Ben Carson are going to be probably in his cabinet. So, mother it's not of, that crazy. Mother of Does God. It? Mother of God. All right. Um, let's let's get into the top five. Oh, I did I did check. Aaron, you were right. As of this moment, I believe I have essentially clinched our yeah. our uh, NXT bracket. Because well, I I thought they were going to use it to build up Hideo, and Hideo right. got injured, so they couldn't do that well, anymore. Well, so. yeah, I mean, you know why I feel like an idiot why? from that as well. Is the fact that in my remember when I was scratching out the bracket and I was making my changes? Yeah. Do you know my the change I made? You can look at the bracket. I, my finals was TM six one versus the Authors of Pain. And that's but, but didn't you scratch, scratch it out? Well, no, no, no. But you, but you also you, and, but you also uh, scratch you also scratch it out because you had uh, Rude and Dillinger going to the semifinals, didn't you? Wasn't that one of the big things? And you decided against that. I think that was one no, of the big that things. That wasn't the reason I scratched it out. The reason I scratched it out is because I had Adeo and, uh, what's his name? Kota Bushi. Uh, right. Bushi going to the finals. Well, we'll wait until next week, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking, sure you I'm looking it. for shirts. Just, yeah. just leave it at that. I'm looking for shirts because I did get the finals entirely accurate. And because AJ and I both picked, uh, Authors of Pain, no matter who wins, I'm going to have more yes. points. So, okay. uh, just, just want to remind you guys. Okay. Just want to remind you guys. Top Let's get five. in top five. Um, so AJ, you flushed this one out for us. All right. So we were talking about it, and obviously it's big news that Donald Trump became president. We've talked about it ad nauseum already. Um, but what we, well, what I had in mind was I didn't know when I saw Donald Trump take the worst stunner in the history of wrestling <laughs> that. He would one day be the president of the United States. I didn't know he had those career goals. Um, so we decided what would be the top career goals that we didn't know WWE Hall of Famers had. Interesting. Interesting. Well, why don't you start us off so we get a feel for where we're going here? Okay. Um, it's actually in the realm of politics. Okay. Um, my number five. Uh, did you know? The Godfather is actually a legal prostitution lobbyist in DC. <laughs> that's actually not that surprising. I, I was going to say. You know, now that I think about it, that's not a very surprising. Seems like a very logical jump, right? From one to the other. Other than living but in I, DC, I don't know if you like yeah. that. But I did not know that in the process, he is on his way to also becoming the owner of the hotel. Uh, I see what I see what you did there. Yes. Yes. There, there, Alright, Aaron, you're number five. Uh, my number five, it's a very recent induction, and it is one, uh, Steve Borden, Sting. Ah, yes. His career goal, and, and that this should be very logical, lead singer of the police. Bravo, <laughs> 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 Aaron. Man, that is, I don't know how that's your number five. That should be way higher on your list, idiot. <laughs> Guy, what are you doing? <laughs> All right, my number five, I, I thought we were going a certain direction with this. My number five, did you know that the one thing, and it's, it's nearly tragic in its irony, the one thing that Stone Cold Steve Austin wanted to do with his life was to become an alcohol counselor. He just wanted to help people with their addiction to alcohol. He wanted to be a man that could guide them away from the need to, to go to the sauce and, and sure, you know, things just go, you have goals, you have things that you want to do, and sometimes, you know, opportunity just sort of derails you from that. So terrible irony. Stone Cold Steve Austin, all he wanted to do 
was to become an alcohol counselor. He just was never fully able to get there. AJ, you're number four. Uh, yes. Uh, my number four. Did you know that before, uh, he became the wrestler, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels actually wanted to be a cardiothoracic surgeon, which is a heart <laughs> surgeon like that, that repairs broken hearts. <laughs> we did this. We were talking about like the the things we didn't know about gimmicks hidden in the WWE vault. Uh, Maybe I don't know. Whatever. Shut up, Aaron. What do you just get to your number four? That's definitely not the same. Yeah. Know. What is yeah, fair what, enough? What fair is wrong enough. with you? Fair enough. This guy over here. What? Aaron's just the worst. I seriously. Why do we invite him? This should be the Glenn and AJ show. Glenn and AJ show. I'm telling you, Hillbilly Jim knew what he was the talking Glenn about. Glenn AJ and Hillbilly Jim show. <laughs> I did like Hillbilly Jim. All right, your number, uh, your number four. Uh, Drew Carey is in the WWE he Hall in the of WWE Fame, Hall of Fame, which is which is amazing. What do you think? It's a good point. His his career goal, and it's always been his career goal, for once in his life, have a show where he's not compared negatively to someone else in a similar role. With Bob Barker at Price is Right, oh. he is compared daily. Yet, oh. whose line oh. is it anyway? It wasn't good that you had to explain that one. I know. It's not a good sign. No, no. Yeah, the fact that you had Sting before that. I yeah, that what the fuck are you doing? That's the hot start, you know? Well, it's all downhill from it's there. It's all downhill from there. God, you might as well be in newfound glory. Uh, my number four. <laughs> wow. See? See what wow. I did there? Number four. Uh, did you know, and I did not realize that, because, again, you don't associate him with these things, but one Eddie Guerrero... All he wanted to be was a priest, and yet all he was able to do was lie, cheat, and steal. I mean, it's just, it's a tragic irony that the guy just wanted to, he wanted to go into the priesthood. He just wanted to go that route, but was instead meant for a life of lying, cheating, and stealing. And it's, it's, I feel bad for him that he wasn't able to live up to that. You're number three. Hold on a second. I gotta take a shit. What? I literally have to take a shit. Go take your what? shit. Just pop, you can. Good, go! Or you can leave it in. Yeah, sorry guys. About three minutes into this last segment, I was like, man, I gotta take a shit, but I can hold it. And then it got to the point I was about to shit my pants. That's, that's, are we leaving, are we, if we agree that we're leaving this in, we're leaving this in, right? Well, I don't care. I'm being honest. Uh, all right. I don't remember where we were. Where I, I were we? I think AJ was about to start number three. All right, number yeah, three. Was, that's why I paused before I said anything right. so that you could cut it out. All right. Well, nope, we're not doing that. We're leaving. Well, we'll take the silence out. But other than that, we're leaving it all in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Professional football uh, player walks away from from radio show because he quote has to take a shit or he would shit <laughs> his pants. <laughs> it's real, real yeah. life. This shit happens. Um, <laughs> uh, my number three. Uh, I had to do some leeway with this one, um, because he's not technically in the Hall of Fame yet. Oh, However, son of a bitch. Wait, no, this is the Hall of Fame. Son of a bitch. Listen, listen, but he's 1,000% going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay, so it's about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, okay. yeah, fine, he's going to be a Hall of Fame, whatever. Exactly, fine. that's fine. why I, fine. I thought it would be okay. Did you know that Dwayne The Rock Johnson, his career goal, as you can see from his physique, is to literally become a rock. <laughs> yeah, that he makes sense. Already is getting to the point his muscles are so str- big and firm that he's getting to a geological form. And I think his next transition will be to become an actual either, either I don't know what other kind of rocks are that rocks are there other than shite. That's the only one I know. Um 
I don't know any of that. I mean, sed- sedimentary is that a thing? Limestone? I don't. I don't know. I have no I, idea. Yeah, he's, he's literally on pace to be limestone. Yeah, right. So no, I'm the rock, I, becoming that, a rock is quite a career goal. goal. <laughs> it's, it's an odd decision, but I I, I support hey, him. It's probably more likely than we would have thought <laughs> Donald Trump becoming president. <laughs> that is so Let's true. Let's be very clear here. So true. All right. I, I'm still getting the realms of politics. So there, there's been a uh, a Hall of Fame tag team. I could never quite figure out why they were in wrestling because they quite frankly they didn't seem to care too much about the wrestling. They wanted to go out. They wanted to interact with people, but not so much for uh, wrestling. Uh, and then it hit me that uh, the Bushwhackers' career goals was to become the ambassador to, ambassadors to New Zealand. Oh, holy shit! Like that's the only logical makes, explanation for their makes Hall a lot of, of sense. Career. Yeah, absolutely, it makes a ton of sense. We should probably fills in a lot of holes. Right, he probably should have seen that coming. Uh, my number three. Uh, did you know? And this, I got to be honest, was one of the more surprising ones for me. Did you know that WWE Hall of Famer Pete Rose? His career goal was actually to be a WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> went a way different route. I mean, he went a way. It's a very big sense as to why he got himself kicked, kicked out of kicked the that. Correct. He, 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 was, he was getting too far away right. from his true he, dream. His true passion was to be a WWE Hall of Famer. And so if he had never been kicked out of baseball, I don't think there would have been nearly as much interest in Pete Rose from the WWE. But because he was, he was able to live out his career goal of becoming a WWE Hall of Famer. See, and I thought his dream was just to get a, a private jet of his own so he could be a totally professional autograph signer. Well, I mean, that's that's, <laughs> that's close. It's what he's doing now. But um, oddly enough, his career goal to be a WWE Hall of Famer. Surprised? I, I was as surprised as anybody else was. If I ever got a Pete Rose autograph, it would definitely be on a deck of cards. And that would make sense. That would make sense. I do love when he signs it. Like, he'll just sign anything at this oh, point. Yeah. You just say, here's 10 bucks. Sign it. Uh, I'm I'm a big girly man, and he'll sign what, that. Like, one he of the favorite things I've ever seen at the uh, the sports collectors convention, they always have, like, signed checks and stuff. And there is, I saw once a Pete Rose check made out to cash. <laughs> and it, it, I almost bought it just yeah. on principle. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have. All right, your number two, AJ. My number two. Uh, did you know that the Nature Boy Ric Flair, WWE Hall of Famer, two-time WWE Woo. Hall of Famer, his career goal now as the Nature Boy is to produce a global warming movie in order to reach the masses and understand that we need to protect the nature we have because <laughs> it's the only one we're going to get. I did not realize wow. that. He may have a hard time with uh, Trump in office then to uh, do that one. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, All right, your number two. My number two, it's another tag team, and it's, but it's one person in this tag team in particular, and that's uh, the Funk Brothers were inducted. And Terry Funk's goal is uh, actually, this is interesting. Was to kill himself? Actually, the exact opposite way. He wants to be a medical research scientist so he can create... A uh, an elixir, so he can literally wrestle forever. Wow! <laughs> wow! I could see that. I'm not that surprised by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not surprised, but wow, wow! It's so interesting you bring that up. Um, my number two. Now, th- I, again, uh, AJ, you already uh, brought him up, but I think he had a completely different. And I, I, what I learned is he had a completely different career goal. My number hey, two. Have two career goals. That's true. My number two. Uh, I want to be the governor of Maryland, and I wanted to play in the NFL. And oddly enough, you're basically on track to do both. You're, uh, you're almost right there. My number two. You might not be surprised to learn that Shawn Michaels had a career goal to become a porn star. 
But what you don't know is that really strange? He had a chin fetish porn star hope. I don't even know what it looks like. I don't even know how you do it. But he always wanted to be a chin fetish <laughs> porn performer. And, and, and that's why he started kicking because he didn't want anyone else to achieve. Correct. He was trying to wreck every other Correct. chin. Correct. He had to have the one for the chin fetish porn. I'm trying to imagine what that would that's look like right now. It's weird for him to have that fetish and not even have a butt chin. Those are like I mean, the most prestigious. Is, that is true. That is true. All right. Uh, that means back to me for number one. Did you know? Did you know Hall of Famer and um, uh, you know a guy that I think we are all big fans of? We all like uh, Razor Ramon a great deal. Always wanted to be a friar, dyer, and parter on the cider. <laughs> he did. He clearly he, did. He achieved his goal. <laughs> it's always what he wanted to do. Who knew? That's what that's what Scott Hall always wanted to do with his career. Oh, man. Well, speaking of someone who we've had on the show, uh, my number one is Brett the Hitman Hart. Ah! And some of his recent uh, activities have got me to wonder, you know, he goes online, he complains about, you know, people being reckless in the ring, he complains about the style of matches and stuff. So it hit me. Brett Hart, deep down, all these years, has just wanted to be Dave Meltzer all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. you still. I thought when you were building that, I thought you were going to say deep down he always just wanted to be a mark. Yeah. But but when you said Dave Meltzer, it added just that little bit extra. I appreciate you for that. Uh, uh, truth told, you're still done fucked up by um by by not having, having Sting last. number one. I mean, that's really a, it's a massive fail on your part. Yeah, I, I gotta admit that was that was tough to not put number one, but. I think it's clear that my number one will be the best one of all, as it's very ironic because now that Hulk Hogan got paid, what is it, $30 million? 31, I believe, yes. $31 million for having his sex tape posted online without his consent. He actually now wants to take his 11-inch penis into the porn business. And I got to say... That was the smartest way to parlay and start your porn I mean, forever. is to make sure it's known that you have an 11 inch penis. Now, does he get and 31 million for 31 each? 31 million dollars. I was going to say, can he and get... now you have so much money, you can do porn forever and no one can ever judge you and you don't care because you're paid. This is actually really quite brilliant. And, and wait, can he now actually say, look, the precedent is set. I was paid 31 million for my last sex tape. Correct. So now that's, that's, that's the, the going that's rate. That's going rate now. It's going rate it's, for my sex tape. It's, it's the going it's rate. Amazing. That's really, that is genius. I just have to be honest with you. That is totally genius. Well done. Well done, Hulk Hogan. All right. That'll do it for this week's show. Um, thanks to nobody because nobody joined us. Uh, let's get into the plugs. AJ, uh, you are on Twitter at AJ Francis 410. And what do we all need to know about the Francis Sports Academy? Big news, Francis Sports Academy. We're doing a food drive uh, with the University of Maryland. Uh, three games. We're doing the women's game this Sunday, uh, the men's basketball game next Sunday, the 20th. Um, the women's game is Sunday the 13th. And we're doing the Rutgers football game at the University of Maryland, I believe, on the 26th. Um, and, you know, Bring your canned goods, and we're going to be giving all the donations to Sarah's house, which is um, uh, emergency housing for families in need in Anne Arundel County. 
Um, and it's, you know, it's for a really good cause and we're hoping that we get a lot of donations because as you know, emergency housing, um, it's usually for people that either lost their house because of fire or there was like a abusive relationship problem and the wife and the kids had to get out. And it's issues that people really need help in their lives. And, you know, it's Thanksgiving time and what to do, what is a better thing to do during Thanksgiving than to eat a lot of food. So we're going to need. You know, a lot of donations for these people in this um, emergency housing. And if you bring your canned goods to any of these games, there'll be people collecting your goods. And there'll be people with the Francis Sports Academy. My dad will be there. I don't think I'll be able to make literally any of them yeah. because of my schedule. You got a job, unfortunately. Right. But um, I'm going to try to make one if I can. And um, it's it's all for a really good cause. And you can also sign your kid up to get trained Basketball training is still going on because basketball season doesn't start for another couple weeks. And football training is right around the corner. So go to FrancisSportsAcademy.com to learn more. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, let me do my plug real quick. And then, uh, Aaron, you can wrap the show because i got to go get the food. Um, at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. Now do all your, your yakety yak. Uh, check out my story. It was the election and wrestling story, which seems – it's a very different tone now than it did when it was released on Monday, but go check that out on Rolling Stone. And I might have a few articles up on the Baltimore Sun. So that'll wrap up this show for Glenn for the main event. Vent, 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 vent. I'm Aaron Oster. This has been Jobbing Out. Mm, Jobbing Out.